everybody. Hello. Welcome to Buffy Speak. My name is Caroline. I'm Beth. And this week, uh, let's see, what's changed? I have my normal microphone back, so it's not the headphone mic anymore. Yay. Um, we're recording for the first time in like three weeks. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's the gist of it. Oh, you're you have things have changed for you. Let's do a check in. How are you? And more I'm, importantly, where are you? I'm good. I um, am in Syracuse, New York. I moved right. in the um, in the three weeks that we were not recording. I was moving and traveling and doing all that fun stuff. And this has been my first week in class in grad school. But you're having a good time. I am. It's pretty tiring. But yeah, um, I can already tell that I'm going to learn a lot, so I'm really excited about that. That's cool. I'm not doing great. I ate too much pizza, and so I'm kind of bloated. Yeah. And I have a zit on the corner of my mouth, and it hurts. Those are the worst. And I recently developed a crush on somebody, which means I'm just in constant emotional pain. <laughs> so that's basically where I'm at. Turmoil but, over at Camp Sears. Yeah, and this episode didn't make it any better <laughs> because it was a very Xander-heavy episode, right? Which tried my patience. When will we? When will we not have one of those? I just need some peace, okay? <laughs> and I didn't get any this episode. We watched episode four of season two, which is about I don't know, like a fucking mummy. It's called, I think it's called The Inca Mummy or something. It's very unoriginal, the title of the yeah. episode. I didn't like this episode. This episode is going to get a rating, like, below five for Ooh. me. I did not like this episode at all. It we was started like, off... Okay. Yeah, okay. We started <laughs> off strong. Cordelia was in the first scene, and she was trying to get a hot exchange student, to which I totally related. <laughs> if I was getting an exchange student... I would 100% be like, excuse me, may I have the most physically attractive one? (laughs) Who speaks the least amount of English. Right? Yeah, speaking of which, people were being racist this episode. This episode was so questionable. Right? It made me kind of uncomfortable to watch at some parts. Okay, so for those of you who haven't seen it, for the listeners... Xander's talking to this woman who he thinks is from... They just keep saying she's from South America. They don't say... no specification whatsoever. It's implied that she's... That... Well, it's implied that she and the guy she killed... Um, more on that later. Uh... Yeah. (laughs) That they're both from the same region in Peru. Which I'm like, what are the odds? Okay. Whatever. We'll roll with that. It's a perfect cover-up. Yeah, so she she's a mummy. We never learn what her real name is. She comes into Buffy's life because they... Okay, so they're having a foreign exchange program at Sunnydale High School, which, why would you bring more students to Sunnydale High why School? would the, like, city council or the school board okay that? Yeah, considering, uh, like, 2% of the Sunnydale population, or the Sunnydale High School population has died within recent months. And it's just, 
Okay, so anyway, they get approved for a social exchange, like, or wait, foreign exchange program. And then they're forced to go to a museum to learn about the different cultures that they're about to be experiencing. And then they see this mummy, and they're like, whoa, a mummy. And then it's just, like, really obvious that this mummy's about to come to life, because they're right. like... She was sacrificed long ago, and they, like, go on a whole spiel. Listen, I wasn't into this episode at all. (laughs) They get this girl, and then, okay, the mummy comes to life, and then turns out she's hot. Which, (laughs) like, honestly, though, I didn't even think she's that hot. I kind of thought she was just skinny. Yeah. And so I think Her face was very, like, it reminded me of, if you've ever looked at a Barbie doll, a Barbie's face is very, like, round- and symmetrical. Her face reminded Man, me of a Barbie doll. I haven't a Barbie in years. Anyway, so this girl, she's... The mummy wakes up, and then she kills this boy, Rodney, and he has braces. Another student at Sunnydale <laughs> we've never seen before. Yeah, he just suddenly, like, everybody's really, really emotionally affected by Rodney's death, and it's like, who the hell's Rodney? <laughs> but anyway, so Rodney, she, like, absorbs Ron, Rodney's lifeblood. Shut up. So Rondi. Rondi's lifeblood. She takes his lifeblood and then puts him in the coffin. And then she, the real mummy, she runs away. She walks and, among the living. Yeah. And then Buffy's like, oh, no, I left my foreign exchange student at the bus station. So then she shows up to the bus station. Surprise, the mummy is already there. And she, like, ate, his, ate Buffy's foreign exchange student. Which also, for an exchange, doesn't that imply that, like, you go? Not necessarily. Isn't there an exchange? I, um... Or is it just, like... I've hosted a bunch of... Or we... My my parents hosted some people from Kenya, and we just kind of stayed in the house. But you didn't send anybody? No, and also I went to I went I did a foreign exchange thing. I mean, it wasn't for a semester or anything, but it was in um, Japan. Yeah, I remember when you went to Japan. Yeah, so I mean, so that was a foreign exchange kind of, program. It, I mean, it was a trip. It was a school trip. It was like a sister cities program, but it was like and like later that summer, um, some of the Japanese people we met came to stay with us. Okay. So it was kind of like a delayed one. So the exchange isn't it is isn't uh, mandatory. To I don't think so, but that's just been my experience. All right. So anyway, this dude named Ampara, he shows up at the bus station. Buffy forgets about him. Way to go, Buffy. Right. Then the mummy shows up and she eats his lifeblood. And then Buffy shows up and she's like, uh Ampata, where are you? Where are you? And she walks out and she's like, I am Ampata. And she's like, hot. <laughs> and then Xander's like, whoa. Yeah, hubba, it's like hubba. I've never seen a girl before. I hate Xander so much. I don't have the energy for just, it today. I know. More of the same with him. This is literally just a worse night at the museum plus Xander. That's all this was. True. Wait, excuse me. Night at the museum 2. That's the one with the mummy. The first one... I've never seen. I've never seen either. Are there three now? Dude, I don't know. I saw the first two. That was Robin Williams' last appearance on film. Oh man, isn't that weird? That's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
the second one, Rami Malek, I believe is yeah, how you yeah, pronounce yeah. his name. He plays King he Tut. Plays, yeah, Tutankhamun. Yeah, he's in. He's in Night Living Dead. To, wait, no, Night's <laughs> Museum. Wrong, wrong thing. So basically, we're watching Buffy the Night of the Living Dead Slayer, and then. <laughs> So we're we're having a lot of trouble. Xander episodes just really don't rev our motors. No, they don't. My motors are dead. Okay, let's go to my notes. Okay, I already talked about Cordelia trying to get a hot exchange student and how I respect her for that. Um, oh yeah, dude, I was getting super grossed out while they're at the they're at the museum and I'm eating my pe- I was eating pizza in my own house and I was watching this while you know, we're supposed to be watching it. And then uh, they kept showing the mummy. And I was getting really grossed out and it was getting really hard to eat my pizza. It was so gross. You know what really grossed me out in this episode? What? Is when, in the end, when, um, I, I guess I'm just gonna call off? her. Yeah. And there was, like, weird, like, gooey tissue. Right? Oh, my God. She's, like, about to kiss Xander and eat his lifeblood. And then Buffy, like, pulls her off of him. And she loses her arms. And, like, there was gunk on the end of it. I yeah, hated it wasn't, this episode. It, didn't, it wasn't a clean break. It was disgusting. I hated this episode. I was grossed out trying to eat my pizza. And right. then Xander was being racist. God, he was talking to her. This is This is not how I would ever speak to a person of color. Just to clarify but this is how xander was talking to her and he was like where do you want to go and she was responding in like perfect english and he was still talking to her like that oh my god and then even cordelia i was a little bit disappointed with cordelia i know this episode well you know it's i don't know it sucks she wasn't being super cool you want her to not be like xenophobic yeah and And racist yeah and so she was doing the same thing to her for an exchange student sven and she's like go get me punchy drinky which is like (laughs) that's not that's how my mom speaks to foreign people I know, like, if you were trying to communicate with somebody who didn't speak your language, you wouldn't say punchy drinky. That's, <laughs> I know. like, more like, that confusing. that makes them think of a drink that punches you. Yeah, like, oh. Uh, <sighs> listen, this episode had some issues. Then, I, what else? I, oh, yeah. um, you go. No, you go, no, you go, no, you okay. go. <laughs> no, you hang up. Um, I... Uh, <laughs> I had a lot of issues with, like, the kind of racially coded music. Excuse <laughs> me? They're, like, like... I don't th- ever pay attention to the music that much. It was, like, mysterious tribal music. The same one they played in, I think wow. it was... Uh, what was that episode in season one? The, co- the, the um, coyote one. The hyena oh, one. Oh, dude. Yeah, where they all got they turned into hyenas. They played mysterious tribal music. Yeah. And I they was did like, for Empata, too. Yeah, it was like the, literally the exact the same, same one. Just also, the same one. That's um, the only one they have that's royalty-free. <laughs> True. Also, I, um, for all my, I'm going to look this up right now, but for all my Twin Peaks fans, um, Ampanada's 
Isn't that a... Isn't no, empanada? you said empanada. That's a delicious treat. That's... Yeah, I thought a so. A delicious Spanish treat. Twin Peaks... Or Mexican. Cast. Treat. I don't know. I get them at Taco Cabana. <laughs> um, so... So... Ampada the, is the her name. Ampada, not Empanada. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, so. The woman that plays Ampada. The, her bodyguard or whatever. Oh. He. Dude, he's in Parks and Rec. And, um, and freaking Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. And I'm pretty sure he's Native American. He is. He's, he's not Incan. No, he's not. He's Native American. Poor guy. Yeah. Sorry. I know. From at least in, at least in Parks and Rec and and oh god, and in that those cringeworthy scenes in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. At least he's an actual Native American. Dude, I don't watch. Did you watch season two of Kimmy Schmidt? I watched the first like four episodes, and the second episode was so bad. I, I literally was like, "This doesn't even seem like the same show." Yeah, I watched season one, and I liked it, but I didn't love it. And then season two came out, and everybody was like, dude, season two is so bad. So I didn't watch it. I've heard mixed things. I have heard all bad things about it. Yeah? Yup. That's Um, the way the news goes. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I'm like, so that... Guy, I thought he was in Twin Peaks. He was not. Sorry, guys. Oh, um, he was in Parks and Rec. He was in Parks Duh. and Rec, and yeah, and that's where I recognized him from. I thought he was um, what's his name in Twin Peaks? Y'all know who I'm talking about. Anyway, I don't. Um, I've never seen Twin Peaks. It's really good. It really I've heard. Is. Um, the second season is kind of rough because they knew they were getting canceled. Ew. Um, and that that always makes for bad TV. Yeah. In my experience. Yeah, there's so, no motivation. Like, this museum has, like, the most lax security I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, dude. Giles is... Okay, so there's, like, this seal that's holding the mummy in place and, like, keeping her in it. And then Rodney breaks the seal, and that's why he gets eaten. So, mm-hmm. but then Giles is like, ooh, I'm gonna fix the seal. He's in there. It's the middle of the night. The museum is not open. And Giles is just there, like gluing this thing (laughs) he has a pot of like elmer's rubber cement and he's like trying to put the seal back together and which by the way previously in the episode they had said yeah we tried to look for the other pieces but we couldn't find any and then giles is like oh i'll go fix the seal and then he goes back to the museum and suddenly like all the pieces of the seal are there yeah so that was a plot hole and then he's just like Oh, yeah, and then, like, at the very beginning of the episode, Rodney is, like, messing with this mask and, like, scraping at it. Jeez. And, like, he's not, he's not treating it with respect. And, like, just nobody nobody, gets on to him. Nobody's doing any, Willow, Willow has to be the one that goes up to him and says, like, "Mm, maybe not. Willow in this episode. Willow in this episode is a champ. Dude, she looked so... One of my notes is that she looks so cute in her little Eskimo costume. I know. Like, she's just a little... She's just swallowed by the big old coat. I know. And her line, it said... When she was like, maybe I should have worn something sexy. That's how I felt because last... um, Last Halloween, I was a shark. 
And the only costume, the only shark costume that they had left was an XL. And I'm 5'4", and, like, <laughs> an average-sized person. And so, um, so yeah, the, it, like, it was way too big for me, but I thought it was really funny. And so I went to this party with, like, I went to Austin to see my best friend and all of her friends. And we go to this party, and, like, the other girls in my group are, like, one of my friends was Madeline, and she was in, like, a really cute dress, which isn't sexy, but, you know, she looked cute. And then we were with another, like, two other girls who were dressed up as, like, army women, but they, like, had their tits out and stuff, which is, like, power to them. I'm not, I'm not shaming that at all. Um, and they, like, looked really hot, and then my best friend was, she was dressed up as the night sky, and she was in, like, a black leotard, and she looked really good and stuff. And I was just like, oh, man, (laughs) I really, really shouldn't have worn this shark costume. I got a lot of compliments on it, because apparently drunk people love it when you're wearing a shark costume, but I was, I felt that to my core. My best friend ended up making out with somebody that she'd never met before in the middle of the kitchen, and I was walking around the house at 5 a.m. You sent me a picture trash. of that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. Shout so out to you, Caitlin. So while my best friend was Caitlin. making out with people, I was... Oh, yeah, that is a shout out to Caitlin. She she keeps mentioning... She keeps telling me to mention her name in the podcast, and I always Is forget. this what you wanted, Caitlin? Yeah, is this, <laughs> is this what you needed? Is this what you meant? Dude, there's someone else we got to give a shout out to. Yeah, so fucking today, Tim, right? Yeah, our buddy Tim O'Hara. Today I was checking the um, podcast reviews because we've had one from our friend Shoshana, who I haven't given a shout out to yet. But shout out we to her. She's her been before. a listener since day one. Thanks, um, Shosh. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, but I was checking the reviews today, and I found a new one. It was a really sweet message from this guy named tim and he asked for a shout out and so we're giving him a shout out dude we didn't even know that people listened right i i genuinely like i knew that shosh was always like oh hey like the podcast this week but i didn't think she was listening to like the entire episode Mm -hmm. you know maybe she was just skimming through maybe if it was an episode that she like particularly liked or something like that but apparently there has been more than one person who has not only been listening to this podcast, but enjoying it. Paying attention to what we say. Which is just bizarre, but it whatever. It is mind-blowing we'll to me. We'll keep talking about how much we hate Xander if it yeah. brings people joy. We'll keep talking about it if you keep listening. He fuels um, my fire every episode. I just hate him a little bit This was just more. such, like, a bad... It was just so bad for him. Yeah. Like... So, guys, it starts out, there's this dance. It's supposed to be, like, a themed dance, and I, they never really explain it, but it, I assume it's, you're supposed to dress like you're from another culture, which, yeah. like, borderline which now yikes. we call that cultural appropriation. Right. Even, Some, even, sorry, go you ahead. know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Some, some people were doing okay, like, you know, Cordelia was just in a Hawaiian outfit or whatever. Yeah. I didn't think that was too bad, but um, I don't know. But even Willow's costume, she, she shouldn't have been wearing that. And, yeah. Like, Willow was wearing, like, full, like... Inuit? Yeah. Inuit regalia. I was trying to think of the word. Yeah, um, I got you. She was wearing... With, like, complete with, like, a big fish hook thing. Yeah, like, dude, she went all out. Um, 
She looked so cute. Xander and Empanada were wearing, they were wearing, like, uh, like, he was wearing kind of like a, I thought he he said it was Italian. Western. He said it was Italian, Montana. I don't know. Maybe that wasn't, it it was weird. It was looked like a ranch kind of guy. And a cowboy hat. Yeah, so I don't know about that. But, um, and, uh, there was a girl dressed up like a geisha. No. Yeah, it was Cordelia's friend that um, Sven. No. Yeah, and Sven was wearing like a Viking costume. Yeah, I think that's which his I wonder how though. he got that in through customs because he had big horns on his hat. Maybe Did he, he bring it from it. home? Who knows? We don't know. Also, you guys, this was the first episode that you see Oz. Oh, yeah, I was like, oh, I think that guy's going to be a big part. Because he, he loves Willow now, right? Yeah, he has a he has a big old stinky crush on Willow. That's embarrassing. I know. Why would you like a person? Ugh. <laughs> but, I don't want to make jokes about that right now. <laughs> um, but Oz is the best. I love him. I feel like he's going to die. I won't say anything. Okay. This is my official prediction that Oz is going to die at some point. Just because nothing good ever happens to Willow. Like, she deserves. (laughs) Willow. She deserves so much good, and I know that the first boy that she dates is going to die. That's how I feel. Okay, well, file that one away for later. Um, uh... What other notes yeah. do you have? I thought it was um, kind of cool-ish that, I mean, like, I thought the, I don't know, I thought the backst I don't, did they really do, like, human sacri- I mean, did they, the Incas? I don't know. I yeah, feel like that's- I mean, excuse me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that Chichen Itza is a Mayan exhibit. And the Mayans and the Incas and the Aztecs all lived, like, around the same time and had, like, in my in my understanding, they have, like, similar customs. And I went and saw Chichen Itza when I was, like, 12, and they told us, they were like, yeah, this is where they used to sacrifice people. So, if I think if the Mayans did it, that means the Incas did it, too. Okay. Mayhaps. I'm pretty sure they did. Yeah. Yeah, because, um... It just seemed like a very, like, general, like, yeah, um, like, South totally American know. origin myth or something, yeah. you know? Like, it just seemed very general and, like... Yeah, ooh. no research was done for this monologue. It was kind of, it was kind of cool that she was a slayer, though. Wait, who? Uh, Am- Ampata. Ampata was not a slayer. Didn't you not get that? She said she was chosen to be the one to um, protect the underworld. That's like a nice way of saying like vampires, demons, the forces of darkness. Nuh-uh. That's, yeah, she that's was a slayer. Not what she, was, she was not a slayer. Girl, I'm gonna, no. hold on. I'm gonna look dude, it up. Dude, no, dude. There's, that was just to be a parallel between Buffy. I really bet she you're was tra- a slayer, though. Dude, listen. Hear me out. Okay, so they're trying to set up this parallel because, you know, like, she's the bad guy, and so, you know, you're automatically gonna be like, ew, dude, fuck that mummy. But 
they're trying to be like, see, she's just like Buffy. She had her childhood taken away from her. She was only 16, just like Buffy is, and stuff like that. And the protector of the underworld thing, that was just like, that's what the Incas believed. She wasn't actually slaying them. Okay, I'm reading this from the real Buffyverse wiki. Dude, I feel like... I feel like if she was a slayer, then you remember at one point she's looking for Buffy's lipstick and she opens that that drawer and she sees the holy mm-hmm. water and the and the crucifix and stuff like that. She would have known. She would have been like, dude, you're a slayer. I used to be a slayer. Mm-hmm. She wasn't a slayer. I hate. No, I refuse. to. No matter what you're about to read to me, I refuse to believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me. Let's see. Tell me I'm right. Oh my god, this is an unnecessarily long article. For Empata? Mm-hmm. Which she was based, her she was based on a real mummy. Wow, cool. <laughs> gosh, shut up. <laughs> I don't give a shit about mummies. Sorry. <laughs> I really don't. We, like, okay, so I was homeschooled growing up, and I was part of this, like, homeschool group that was, like, basically formed by all these moms who were like my kids are homeschooled and therefore they have no friends and so like all of us homeschoolers would hang out and we would go to museums and we would like go and do all these fun events and stuff like that it was a good time but we would always go to we would go to museums like a lot and so I remember seeing a lot of mummies when I was growing up and I was always just like yeah cool can we move on please I never understood it I think it's yeah. really cool. I think it's really cool how they're preserved and the fact that they're like really, really, really old and they're still like remotely together. So I think it's cool and that's like a testament to um the various civilizations that like put together the mummif- mummification project. Project? Process. <laughs> so the mummification project. Yeah. Um uh, so, like, it doesn't good say for she's them. a slayer. It just says she it shows parallels between her. Yeah. I I choose to believe that she was a slayer though. Okay, whatever. She would have known that Buffy was. Cause remember Maybe. Yeah, because then later she like she shows up and like is about to beat Ampata up, which oh my god, what did she say? She had a good one line. She, she goes That's one thing about you Inca mummies. You don't kiss and tell. Yeah, which is like so just didn't make sense and then she does like this weird this is a visual gag so i'm sorry for our listeners but she did like this weird like her arms made like a full circle before she like got into punching position it was really weird you can look at it yourselves guys season two episode four it's near the end of the episode buffy says inca mummies don't kiss and tell and then she like jumps halfway across the exhibit and then she like does this circle and she puts her fist up and then empanada she says she goes ah looks like there's things you haven't been telling me either so she's not a slayer Hmm. i'm taking this away from you i'm not letting you have this also she had a stunt double why would she need a stunt double empanada did she didn't really do any like real fighting was her stunt double a toy skeleton no, it was a real, it was a real live human. A woman. real skeleton. <laughs> a real live human skeleton. Those are the best kinds. Truly. Yeah, she did. She did no real work, dude. I just wasn't a fan of her. I didn't sympathize with her at all. It's like, yeah. listen, you've already been dead for five hundred years. At this point, like, 
you missed your chance. Yeah. Like, you're not going to know what's going on anyway. People are going to be like, oh, what's your Twitter? I'll follow you. And she's going to be like, what's Twitter? And then she's going to look like an asshole. (laughs) She's going to, she can't do it. She can't hack it. Get back in the tomb, empanada. (laughs) Get back in that tomb. We didn't like her. I didn't like her. I gave this Uh, episode a three. A three? Yeah, I did not have a good time watching it. Pre-rating. Yep. Caroline's giving it away before it even begins. What? The ratings? Yeah. We're at, tw- we're at 28 minutes. Yeah, but... Um, <laughs> what do you rate it? Uh, if you give it more know. than a six, I, I'm going to judge you. Yeah, it was like... It was not one of the... Um, it was not one of the better ones. Like, I can always tell which ones aren't great because I don't remember them. Like, a lot of Buffy episodes I'll, like, remember. Uh Uh-huh. As soon as I start watching, I'll be like, oh, this is the one with the praying mantis. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. But the thing is, you remember the praying mantis ones because, like, it was a really stupid idea but it was well done and well written and like things made sense and, and that was one, before Xander got annoying yeah and but dude like if i was supposed to get a foreign exchange student and then i and like i was expecting to pick up a dude and then i showed up and some woman was like oh yeah i'm i'm him get yeah i'm who you're supposed to pick up put me in your car also, i wouldn't just put her in my car okay they never had buffy never had like a conflict with herself where she was like but they said he would be a dude yeah, she, she was just like... She never questioned it. Yeah, she was just like, oh, you look South American. Come on. Oh, You'll well, do. Maybe, maybe she was like, maybe, maybe this, you know, female presenting person does identify as a male. Buffy, maybe, the real LGBT maybe, hero. Maybe she's ahead of the times. Yeah, maybe, maybe she understands that gender expression and gender identification are two different things. But listen, I really doubt it. I choose to believe that Buffy... She just, uh, she's just a scholar, apparently. Yeah. That's why right. she shouldn't even be in school. She should be writing like. I really wish she didn't pieces. have to go to school because it just it causes her so much. Stress. It just makes her like it. The thing is, like, if she told her mom, she could be like, "Hey, I need to drop out of school." Yeah, and, and she could just get her GED. And she, yeah. And, like, also, it is garbage. They kind of address this later on in the show. It is garbage that the council, like, basically the person who, the people who watch over her. Okay. It is garbage that the council don't provide her with some kind of a stipend. Like, Excuse me? What? Like, stipend money. for what? No, I don't Like, stipend. slaying. It's a job. Oh. She has a job. Oh, I didn't know that there was, like, people watching over her more than well, yeah, just Giles. So, there's a council of watchers, and Giles is a watcher. And He's one of them? He was, he, was a, he was appointed by the council. So it's kind of like a, a student, like an education, board of education, who, like, But they hired, don't... Well, kind dude, of. They aren't I mean, even, like, like, checking up on her. Yeah, no, they haven't... I don't even know if they do come in in this season. They're, they feature heavily, like, later. They definitely come back again and again. Dude. But they don't, they don't, like, they expect, and I think, I mean, like, I think part, because, like, she doesn't always, she has problems with them, but it's just, like, this girl has to go to school, keep a secret, 
Like, fight off all these demons, and she doesn't get paid? That's unfair. We need to report someone. Yeah, we need to, um, we need to report the council to the, the, whatever it's called, the Equal Trade Commission or something. Yeah, something Federal Trade Commission. FTA. Yeah. They need to register with the Better Business Bureau. So can, You're making jokes that are out of my league. I've only had one job ever in my entire honestly, life. Honestly, like, the jokes that I'm making, I'm, like, hoping that they are accurate and that they they're, stick. Because I only <laughs> kind of understand them myself. They're just... Dude. Oh, I never rated the episode. There's a thing on the tip of my tongue, and I can't remember what it's called. I don't know, like but I never rated the episode. Okay, um, tell me I will episode. give this a four. Okay, good. It was not that great. It was bad. Um, the only good thing that came out of this episode was Oz and, and Willow. Willow, Willow being so a champ. Yeah, this whole episode was about how like Xander liked another person, and she was like, "At least when he liked you, I knew he didn't have a shot." Right and about Buffy. Yeah, she was so sweet. God, I love, I love her. All right. Well. I think we've... I've said all I need to say. I've made my opinions about this episode clear. I feel satisfied. If we get one more Xander episode, we're burning this whole thing to the ground. Yep. We'll, ending, we'll be ending the podcast. Oh my if gosh. If Xander's as- in any episode, any more episodes, <laughs> we're ending the podcast. If they continue writing Xander Harris as a character... Is that his will, last name? Yeah. and he, I think his middle name is like Eugenia... It's a Wait, girl's name. Wait, what's Buffy? I mean, Buffy Summers? Yeah. Buffy Summers. Willow? Rosenberg. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And then I know Rupert Giles. Yeah, and Cordelia Chase. Oh, I didn't know that one. Yeah, Cordelia Chase. And Xander Harris. God. Xander Harris sounds like somebody that I would have spread rumors about in high school. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I never the, did that. I was the, the person getting rumors spread about the pers- me. The name and the character. Yep. Okay. We hate Xander. We hate Empanada. We hate the way that cultures were treated in this episode. But we understand it's part of the times and people didn't know back then. But still. Joss Whedon sucks. Yeah. But we're (sighs) critiquing it in 2016. So we're going to critique it as in, like, a lot of this was appropriated and weird and I would feel uncomfortable watching this. Right. But this stuff still goes on today. Wake up, sheeple. Yeah. Um, Okay, guys. We're going to go. All right. Talk to you later. Bye, everybody. Bye, Tim. Bye, everybody. Thanks, Tim.